welcome to today's episode of A Journey to Loving Yourself, a podcast that guides you on a journey of rediscovering who you truly are so you can love yourself and the world around you unconditionally. Hey, I'm Fran and I'm on an amazing journey of self-love. A big part of this journey has been realising that love was always there. It's just a case of removing any blocks that were preventing me from loving myself. This journey has inspired me to help people rediscover that love within themselves because self-love really is the key to a happy life. And my name is Andrew. After undergoing a significant spiritual awakening, I found what I have always been looking for, the unconditional peace, love and joy of remembering the truth of who I am and the truth of existence. This is the only truth there is, that there is only oneness, awareness or love. I'm now dedicating my life to helping as many people as possible to remember this truth so that you too can experience this incredible discovery. We are so excited to be on this journey with you, offering you advice, tools and exercises to find love once again within yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, we would be super grateful if you could like, rate and review it. You can find us on Instagram at at surrendercommunity and at fearlessly.me.now. We also have a mailing list if you would like to receive exclusive discounts and be kept up to date with events and courses. Just find the link in the episode description. We hope you enjoy the episode. Hello beautiful people and welcome to another episode of A Journey to Loving Yourself. Welcome beautiful beings of love and light. (laughs) That was beautiful. We thought we'd start off this week's podcast with a review that we received and it made both of our days, didn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was from Alyssa in New York and she kindly said that she... She, well, she's messaging to tell us both how much our podcast has changed her life. She came across the podcast just about four months ago and she's learned so many lessons that she was never taught. And all of them have completely changed her perspective on life, love, herself and this whole journey we're, on, we're all on. The podcast has single-handedly changed the course of her growth and she is so grateful to have landed on it one day. She can't wait for the next episode and she's hoping to come to a retreat one day. So aren't those just really beautiful words? I'm so grateful. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we're we very grateful you landed on it as well. And don't forget to read that last bit out as well. <laughs> <laughs> she also said she hopes Andrew keeps coming with the jokes because no matter how corny they might be, they still make her laugh. That's great because I think I've got about five jokes at the end of this episode. (laughs) Oh no, Alyssa, this is what you've done. (laughs) Oh, so on that lovely note, we will start today's episode. And today's episode is about valuing yourself beyond your appearance. When I was thinking about the topic for this week, or when I think about valuing yourself beyond your appearance, I immediately thought about what it was like to be a young teenage girl and reading magazines and just seeing how much importance was put on the way you look 
about how skinny you should be, all these expectations on how female celebrities should look and if they didn't meet certain requirements or they had cellulite or they were above a size zero, whatever, then they'd be berated in these magazines and it would be pointed out and made out to be disgusting, in fact. And I remember feeling as a young teenager that this was just awful. And there was a time even when I thought like I was fat and I mean, I was, I've always been slim. So it's just, it was just ridiculous the way or the power that this kind of message had on me and many other girls as young teenagers. So I feel from an early age it's been kind of drilled into me that I should look a certain way and that my value lies in the way I look. And also when I was a young teenager, I remember someone from my school made a website where you could rate, like people would upload a picture of you and then they'd rate you out of 10 with how... Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, they'd rate you out of 10 about how good looking you are. And they could do it anonymously as well. And there was also another part to the website where they'd upload two people, like pictures of two people, and then they'd say yes or no. So it would basically be like they're voting for the person they fancied. Oh, my. And it's just absolutely brutal. I remember thinking, just seeing the results and, you know, being devastating uh, that you'd get low scores and or never get rated yes. And it was just horrible. It was like you're being rated just on your looks, aren't you? And um, you put so much importance on that as a young teenager as well. It feels like it's what you have to go off. Um, Did they do the same for men or it was literally just women? I don't remember. I don't remember there being a guy's one. No. No. Because the reason I asked because... It seems like, you know, this topic is mainly relevant more so with women. It's uh, for both men and women, but I've found talking to you and other women that it seems women in particular value themselves based on their looks, the physical appearance. And it's harder in that sense for women to see beyond their appearance. I know as a man... Um, watching other men and how they behave they will literally give more attention to the women that they think appear nice to them and the women who don't appear nice they barely give a second look or even start a conversation or even hold a conversation for that long and it wasn't it wasn't a nice thing to experience and watch yeah I mean you said there that women value themselves based on their looks but it's society that has done that and has taught yeah. everyone to treat people in that way and yes I agree it's it's I do it applies to everyone but I do think it's particularly difficult for women and there was this other thing that came up from my childhood which my dad always mentions and he says that his dad always used to say children should be seen and not heard <laughs> and it's just like the most horrible saying because that further imprints the belief that you know your value is in what you see right so it's yeah. not a nice message to say to children for sure 
So as a result of these experiences and as we say, like a society that favours beauty, we're taught, especially as women, but men also, that our value lies in our appearance. Well, yeah, you say beauty, but it favours physical beauty based on what society deems as physically beautiful. Everyone's beautiful, right, in their own way. However, if you're so focused on being beautiful in a very specific way against a specific standard, then yes, there's going to be people who don't meet that standard and people who do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And when we all think that our value lies in our appearance, I really think this is what contributes to a lack of self-love because we feel like we have to constantly live up to unrealistic beauty standards to be lovable. And we constantly compare ourselves to each other and focus on looking a certain way to fit in and feel accepted. But the good news is that we can make a choice to see our value beyond our appearance. We can stop criticising ourselves and wanting to look a certain way so that we can feel enough. We can choose to love our unique perfections and embrace what makes us different while appreciating that we are also so much more than our bodies. (laughs) I heard a podcast recently actually where Russell Brand was talking about embracing your uniqueness as an individual but while also appreciating that you are part of a greater whole and I really loved this way of thinking and it helped me to appreciate oneness on a new level where you can love your individual uniqueness while also appreciating oneness that we are part of a greater whole we are all the same So, Andrew, what's your view on this topic? This society greatly values you based on your appearance to the outside world. This has led to many things such as people putting so much time and energy into their appearance. This is not just about your body and clothes, but how others view you in terms of your character and personality as well. What this has led to is a fake society people making efforts to appear in a way that they think other people will like, but them not actually being their true selves. For instance, people get plastic surgery and make all sorts of changes to their body. People wear incredible amounts of makeup, and people constantly suck in their gut rather than accepting and loving the unique natural body and look that life gave them and that their soul chose before incarnating. Many people put on a show to appear confident and loud when we all know many of these people are just hiding their insecurities behind these things. People at work often pretend they know what they're doing when they actually don't. You know this is the case when they use complicated language rather than explaining things in simple terms you can easily understand. I'm sure everyone who's had jobs in the corporate world (laughs) can relate to that, right? People often lie on their resumes. As a man who has hung around other men, I can tell you that many men generally like to make out that they are so appealing to women. People use a lot of the money they have to buy expensive clothes and accessories so that they can appear rich to other people. On social media, everyone pretends that their life is amazing and filters are used to try to make things look even better. 
even in the spiritual field, people put such efforts to make themselves appear more spiritually advanced than they actually are. All these things are forms of lies. We dress ourselves in lies because society gives more love and attention to these lies. People value beautiful looking people, rich people, intelligent and materially successful people, people who seem to have interesting lives, people who seem popular, confident people, spiritually advanced people. But any love or attention you receive as a result of these lies will not actually be love for the real you, but for the fake you that you are projecting. And it is conditional love, love that is directed to the fake you, only because you appear a certain way. What if you aren't particularly beautiful, in quotation marks, or rich, or materially successful, or intelligent, or have an interesting life, or are popular, or spiritually advanced compared to others? Are you just destined to never receive love? You may be one of those people who is successfully upholding a very good image right now, and are reaping the benefits of that. However, are you actually happy within yourself? Or do you live in constant fear that one day you may be found out? What happens when you age and you don't have your looks anymore? What happens when people realise you're not confident and in fact have a lot of insecurities? What happens when people realise that all those things you said about women loving you were all lies? What happens when people realise you're not as rich as you pretend to be? What happens when people find out what's on your resume was a lie? What happens when people realise that you don't actually know what you're doing at work? What happens when people find out that you have had plastic surgery or that you use a lot of makeup and that you don't actually look that way at all? What happens when people found out, find out that your life isn't as great as you make it appear to be on social media? What happens when people realise that you aren't actually as spiritually advanced as you claim to be? Your whole world crumbles and you lose all that conditional love you were receiving. This is why when you are creating such a fake appearance, you don't want anyone to get too close to you, lest they find out the real you is nothing like the you that you are pretending to be. Why do we do all this? Why do we play these games? Because we feel society will not just love us for who we really are, for the natural selves that we came here to be. And to be honest, this is true. You can't appear mediocre compared to others, otherwise people's egos will not really care about you or give you a second look. But why are we trying so hard to get love from outside of ourselves? It's because that is where we believe love comes from. But Fran and I are here to tell you that the true unconditional love you are looking for is never going to come from an outside source. Why? Because you are everything and everyone, and so there is nothing actually outside of yourself. So you are looking for love in something separate from you, when there is no separation. You are looking for the truth of love in illusions. You are destined to fail in your search. If you are tired of pretending to appear a certain way, if you are afraid people will figure out that you're lying, and if you want to feel love for just being your true self without having to lie, 
you must turn your search inward. All that effort you are putting in to try to find love from outside of yourself, if you used that same time and energy to try to find love from within yourself, you'll definitely eventually find what you're looking for. If you want your true self to be loved, then you have to be your true self, not a fake self. And who is your true self? Well, in meditation, you can shut off the outside world and take attention off your body and appearance, off your character and the voice in your head. And you'll find the truth of what is left beyond all those illusions. Then, I guarantee you, you'll realise your true self is far more magnificent than anything you could pretend to be to others, that you will no longer care how other people view you. And as a result, you will experience a relief like no other. Can you imagine that relief? I can. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm excited for other people to experience that. One thing that I have noticed about myself recently is we were just at Medicine Festival last week and on the theme of sort of physical appearance, I have noticed a lot of women recently have not been shaving and they've got like hairy legs and hairy armpits and you know I really respect that and I remember when I first saw it I was a bit taken aback and I realized that I was kind of unintentionally judging or had this kind of discomfort almost about it because it's like it was challenging my belief around oh well women shave don't they everyone shaves but then I think my point is it's important to become aware of where we might be judging others and go within and you know try to yeah try to bring awareness to where we might be judging things outside of ourselves, and then we'll stop feeling judged by others well yeah we you treat others how you treat yourself essentially so if you're judging others it's like based on their looks it's likely that you're judging yourself based on your looks if you want to release judgments of others you have to first release those judgments of yourself absolutely yeah it's an important important thing what did you have for today's exercise because i thought of a couple of things as well well For this week, I'd like you to be honest with yourself and note down all the ways you are pretending to be something or someone you're not. Now, just for this week only, I want you to stop all those lies and see how you receive less love and attention as a result. Notice how the love you received before was conditional and not for the real you. While this may be difficult at first, It will give you the motivation to search for true love within yourself. I'd also like to add and suggest that you make a list of all the things you love and appreciate about yourself. But I want you to try and think of things beyond the physical. For example, the way you love and treat others. And also, try to see yourself through the eyes of someone that loves you very much. And see what feelings and thoughts come up. Yeah, I like it. Do we have a joke next? 
Well, we have a few, so pick your favorite. The cops came to my house and said, we received a couple of calls saying that your dogs are chasing people on bikes. I replied, well, that's a lie. My dogs don't have bikes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the link? <laughs> Lies. <laughs> when wearing a bikini, women reveal 96% of their body, but the men are so polite they only look at the covered parts. Controversial. Wow. What's wrong with that one? I was fired after falling asleep on personal documents. Apparently you can't lie on your resume. <laughs> That's good. What happens to liars when they die? They lie still. <laughs> As in they still lie. Got it. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> a 50 kilogram woman, a 50 kilogram of feathers and 50 kilograms of steel. Which one is heavier? They're all the same weight. The woman, because girls lie about their weight. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there were a couple of good ones in there. I'll give you that. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed those ones, Alyssa. <laughs> well, I have an exciting announcement now that I am starting a book club. And it's called the Abundance Mindset Book Club. I'm really excited to be starting this in September. And the aim of this book club is to empower you to move from lack mentality into an abundance mindset. And we can all be guilty of focusing on what we lack in life. But I wanted to put this book club together so that we can build a nice community of people that support each other, lift each other up and help you to realize all the abundance in your life. The first book we're doing is called North Star Thinking by Will Polston and I'll be releasing podcast episodes every week which highlight and summarise the best bits from each chapter, the exercises and any anything else that you need to know about the book. And we'll also be having a group call, an optional group call at the end of each month to discuss the book and share as a group what we're taking from it. And I'll also be incorporating EFT into those chats. So it's a super exciting experience where you will be, you know, you'll be able to transform your life in a really positive way. So I'm really excited about it. And if it's something that you'd be interested in joining, I'll leave the link in the show notes below. That reminds me also, I haven't mentioned on any of the episodes yet that I have written three books, guys. Um, called The Key to 5D and it guides you through your spiritual awakening. Each book is a different level so you can work your way from level one to level three and I would you know lots of people have said they enjoyed the books and you can get them on my website highvibeliving.co.uk or Amazon just search The Key to 5D and we'll put a link to them in the description as well. And finally of course, we've got to mention our retreats. So we've got one more in the UK in 2023. Well, one more surrender retreat. We're what? doing another. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Well, the one more surrender retreat that's starting on the 27th of September. It's mainly catered for those who can't usually afford the price of our retreat. So this is a very good way for you to enjoy the benefits of our retreat without having to fork out a lot. 
So it's quite a cheap retreat, but you'll get all the same benefits. So if this sounds like you, please do what you can to take this opportunity with both hands because it might not come around that often, you know. And after that, I'll be heading to Australia from mid-October and we'll be doing some retreats there, some surrender retreats, some new retreats which are turning life into one big joyful meditation and how to enjoy all of life, how to enjoy any task, no matter how menial. Is that the right word? Yeah. Um, and turning everything into a meditation and have a, having fun as a result. So, yes, very excited to go Australia. And you've got your women's retreat. How many spaces left for that? Yeah, it's the Empowered Women Rising Retreat. That's early October 6th to the 9th. And we literally have two spaces left. So Is it I two would... or one? It's only two. Did, didn't someone book yesterday? No, it's it's two. Okay. Yeah, I was doing the spreadsheet this morning. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah, I would book if you're interested because that will come around in no time. And, yes, the aim of this retreat, it's all about self-love. And for the first half of the retreat, we're focusing on reconnecting with ourselves as women um connecting with pleasure connecting with our bodies connecting with what we truly want and then the second half of the retreat will be focused on coming together together in sisterhood healing the sister wound which is if you've ever felt you know in competition with other women if you compare yourself to other women if you've experienced cattiness or comparison any of those sorts of things we want to help you overcome that and come together in community with other women so again yeah we'll leave the links below and is there anything else you wanted to say no not really just thank you for listening and thank you for existing <laughs>